Shaheen Show presented by Lucas Oil. You know, Lucas Oil is track proven, race ready. You can find a Lucas Oil retailer at lucasoil.com. Today's show is one I was really looking forward to doing. Our our guest today, uh, you've seen his work, I guarantee it, when you've been to one of these great action movies that comes out every summer. Something I love going, get a big popcorn movie going. Love it. So our guest today, Mr. Robert Nagel. Uh, Robert is a stunt coordinator, and he is the man behind movies such as Captain Marvel, Ant-Man and Wasp, uh, let's see, The Fast and the Furious, Baby Driver, Ocean's 8, Black Panther, Spider-Man's Homecoming, John Wick, Chapter 2, Captain America, Civil War, you name it, Robert Nagel has been a part of it. In fact, he's been in 29 productions in the last four years that have earned over a total of $9 billion. And oh yeah, you're an Academy Award winner. Welcome to the show, Robert Nagel. Thanks for having me. Very excited to be on. Well, listen, you're a part of Ford versus Ferrari, which everybody in the racing community is greatly looking forward to. Uh, You put all the stunts together, all the racing scenes, but you're a racer in your own right, aren't you? Yeah, I did. That's, uh, I, I come from the racing world and uh, transitioned into film, and uh, but you know I miss it, and uh, that's that's a, you know a majority of my background. What kind of racing did you do? Uh, SCCA and IMSA. Okay, great, great. And how far did you go with your IMSA stuff? Uh, not too far. Uh, you know, further up the ladder you go, the more money it requires, and uh, <laughs> it just became. Uh, <laughs> tremendously to be honest chase, chasing the money became arduous for me yeah. and took away from what i was my enjoyment of the sport certainly understand that how did you get into uh working as a stuntman um there were uh some guys that i raced with that were already in the film industry and uh a, uh, a race film had come along and they needed guys with racing experience to drive race cars on film and drive them at speed so uh i was hired to do that and uh really enjoyed it and as i kept pursuing that what i discovered was there's a sort of a creative side to this uh that i it was very very fulfilling for me and so that's what's really kept me in this and i really love it obviously the the thing that's similar between racing and being a stunt driver is going fast in a car or on a motorcycle but what makes a good stunt driver as opposed to a good race car driver um, it's, it's just, it's a different talent set in a, in a way. Um, there's, it's, I mean, they're both, you know, you're, um, let's see. So the big thing with the stunt as being, a, as being a stunt driver is you have some very, very specific cues and marks to hit, um, at specific times, specific spots, and it's just a different mindset, but it's not completely different meaning um the focus that's required is similar um but you also need to understand that there's times when you you shouldn't be running the car at 100 percent like you would in a race um we keep a little bit in our pocket for margins of error um so it's just a it's a more defined discipline when you work with uh former race car drivers as stuntmen do you have to retrain their brain a little bit um it's it's more just you know talking them through the process and uh, getting them to to reel it in, and ninety ninety percent of the 
time, it's never a problem. I've run, I've had some pro drivers where they have a really hard time not turning that switch on. Uh, meaning, <laughs> you know, uh, they go into race mode. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, we're, we're able to reel that in. What do you consider the, uh, the greatest chase scene or scene of speed maybe is a better way of putting it because it could be a racing scene or, or in film history. What, what do you go to as the best ever? Well, all the stuff I've done. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. And it might um, be one of those. Um, no, to be honest with you, I, I've always been a, a big fan of the, the, the Ronin chase. And what was it about that one? Um, it was, it was real, it was very realistic. Um, they had, uh, they, they used, uh, rally drivers, uh, as stunt drivers. So that gives you a whole nother level of performance and being able to run the cars flat out and get some really exciting stuff. So I thought it was very well done. As you were getting ready to make Ford versus Ferrari, I'm sure you went back and watched a bunch of the older, uh, racing films over again. What did you consider to be the best racing movie made to date prior to Ford versus Ferrari? I think Grand Prix is the one that stood out the most to me. They had some really, uh, really nice uh, shots and, and some great, uh, some very realistic uh, race footage. Um, unfortunately, tied in with some horrible-looking crashes. But yeah. for the most part, I, I thought the race footage was, was very well done. You, you talked about uh, horrible-looking crashes, and, and from that, I take it you mean it didn't look the way it should have on film. How challenging Correct. is it to make a crash realistic, especially when it comes to racing? Um, and even when, even outside of racing, even the the crashes we do for you know for action films, um, it's challenging. You know, you have to have the right, you have to have the camera set right. You have there's a lot to to sort out so that you get the sense of the of the peril, um, and it not looking uh, scripted. That's 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 the big thing is you don't want it to look scripted, and um, I've done a few. Uh, I did a uh, on Public Enemies. Uh, at, did a uh, had a thirty four Ford that we flipped over, and it looks like a mistake when you when you watch the watch the chase scene because it's a running gun battle, and when I turned the car over, there was no uh, special effects to get the car to flip over. It was me driving it off the edge of the road and getting it to turn over. So it looks like the stunt driver messed up and slid off the road. There, there has to be a little bit of um, creative license in there, I would assume, too, right? Because the race fan, for example, is going to watch Ford versus Ferrari and is going to want everything to be as realistic as they, they are accustomed to at the racetrack. Yet you have people going to the movies who maybe are not race fans are looking to be entertained. Uh, so there has to be some creative license in there. How tough is it to balance that? It's tough, you know, um, cause you're, you're dealing, you know, you're dealing with, um, uh, sometimes editors and whatnot that don't understand, uh, all the ins and outs of, of racing and what, what's realistic, what's not realistic. Um, but you know, I worked closely with James Mangold, the director, and he uh, he really gave me the latitude to to make it as realistic as possible, and to try and keep it grounded in the world of reality. Um, so I think we did a pretty good job with that. Well, you know, here at Speedsport, we also produce Sprint Car Midget magazine. So if you love Sprint Car Midget racing, 
This is the magazine you need to get. You can start your subscription today at SprintCarMidget.com. We're going to be right back with more with Robert Nagel right after this. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding mucus fuel treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system, pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Working for Hendrick Automotive Group is different from any company I've ever worked for. We're more like a family. Working at Hendrick Automotive Group, I matter. It's not just a paycheck, it's not just a job, it is a career. Being a service technician is a great career choice because you get a sense of gratitude when you get to fix something. It puts a big smile on my face just knowing I've accomplished something every day working there. With a variety of dealerships nationwide, you can become part of a great team. Apply today at workathendrick.com. Welcome back to the Ralph Shaheen Show, presented by Lucas Oil. This is Lucas Oil's power steering stop leak. If you need some to help your car, you can check out Lucas Oil at your local Lucas Oil retailer. You can find one near you by visiting lucasoil.com. We're visiting with Academy Award-winning stunt coordinator Robert Nagel here today as we get ready for the upcoming Ford versus Ferrari movie to come out. You know, this, Robert, is without a doubt the most highly anticipated movie for race fans in years. How much pressure was there on the entire cast and crew to deliver for the racing community? Um, I don't... For Well, i got to say, for my stunt, my stunt team, you know, with the... Uh, the professional drivers I put together. Um, it was a big team effort and everybody really uh, came together to make a, you know, the, the focus was to make a really cool film. And I think they did a great job. And uh, with the talented drivers that I was able to put together, um, it just turned into just an amazing team. Yeah, obviously the movie stars Christian Bale as Ken Miles and Matt Damon as Karen, Carol Shelby. But when the fans watch the credits at the end of the movie. I think they might be surprised at some of the other names uh, included who are part of your stunt crew. For example, Alex Gurney actually plays his dad, Dan, behind the wheel. Jeff Bucknam, who, of course, is the son of legendary Ronnie Bucknam, who actually drove one of the GT40s at Le Mans. Derek Hill, son of American world champion Phil Hill, is in the film. Ben Collins, a, a lot of folks might remember as the Stig uh, on Top Gear. Tanner Faust a well-known rally driver, and even Tony Hunt, who has raced all kinds of different things, is in the film as well. How did you get all those guys together? Well, most of them I already, you know, I worked with and knew quite well. Um, the, like, the others like Alex and Derek and Jeff uh, were recommended to me by uh, one of the other guys, Rich Rutherford, who uh, comes from the racing world as well. And I said, yeah, I said, that's a great choice. And uh, so he connected me with them and we talked. And um, when the, the one that I, one of my favorite was was getting Alex on board to play his father. And I just thought that was very, very fitting. And he is like he's a spitting image of his father, too. Yes. So it, it really works. What was the toughest scene uh, to shoot racing wise for this film? Um. 
What's the toughest one? I think, so. you know, there, we, uh, we shot, um, it was supposed to be, uh, Daytona, but we shot it out at California Speedway. Um, and there was a lot of night stuff. Um, and we, we didn't light the infield, uh, very well. And that was intentional. Um, and so that made it, that was, that made it a little tricky, uh, to be able to run the cars at speed. Um, you know, they're running with headlights that are correct from that era. So you can imagine they're not very bright. Um, and that along with, uh, uh, some of the ra- the rain scenes, uh, for Le Mans, uh, were a bit tricky because the, 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 you know, dri- now you're driving the cars at speed on a wet surface. Um, and of course, racing in the rain can be, you know, it's a handful. Yeah. I noticed from looking at some of the still photos, uh, obviously none of us have seen the film yet. It looked like you were out at Willow Springs for a few things. Um, what, where else did you go? What else did you use, uh, to make for the backdrops of the racetrack? I heard there was an incredible set built, uh, to resemble Lamar back in the day. Yeah. So we have, there is a race that takes place at Willow Springs, uh, and, uh, so we, we shot Willow Springs as Willow Springs. Um, and then, uh, as, as I said, for the Daytona race, we used California Speedway. But Le Mans was, was a bit more of a monster. So the set piece you're referring to, um, we had a uh, the, the pit lane, start-finish line. Uh, half of it was built, physically built, and they did an amazing job with it, at, at Agua Dulce Airport. So we used the runway as the front straight, if you will, for the Le Mans and the start, you know, the start finish line. Um, so that was one piece of the puzzle for Le Mans. The remainder of it, we went to Georgia and we shot a piece, um, at road Atlanta. Uh-huh. Uh, and that was for the Dunlop bridge section. Oh yeah. And we actually re- reproduced the uh, Dunlop bridge. I mean, cause these are, you know, these are all very iconic pieces of that track. And then from there, we went to, we, and it took a while to find this. Um, we needed a really long stretch of country road to mimic the Mulsane Strait. Oh, and wow. trying to find something that was flat, was wide enough, had the right scenery and background, uh, it was a bit of a thing to find. And we, we wound up finding something really cool. Because uh, we, we turned the cars up to, I think we were running about 180, 185 miles an hour. Wow. Uh, for that section. So where is that um, section of road? Because everybody's going to want to go drive it now. <laughs> uh, so I forget the actual highway, but it's in Statesboro. Uh, I, I, I don't recall which 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 highway it actually was. Um, and then, then we went to <clears throat> Savannah for uh, the remainder of it. And there's, that, there's a little track there. Um, yeah. Yep. And so we used that track. I forget. I think it's called a Grand Prix track. Yep. I forget what. Yep. Yep. They do vintage yeah. car racing there. Yep. So we we broke that up in the pieces to uh, mimic uh, the S's uh, coming off of the Dunlop Bridge, uh, you know, Tete Rouge and other various corners, and use that you know in different formats, if you will, running one direction or the other direction and uh dressed it as as such and so then it was just a matter of keeping track of everything and fitting the pieces together for for the lamar but so those were the locations for the lamar race so you can see it was quite quite a bit of moving around logistically 
Absolutely. You know, I can only imagine all of the uh, what race fans would consider memorabilia that came out of that. What happens to all that? Like the big set that was used to uh, replicate the front straightaway. Is it just does it just disappear or get reused or is it saved somewhere? Um, Unfortunately, it's yeah, they just they bulldozed it over. (laughs) Wow. A lot of Um, hearts just sank. You know that. I know, I know. That's, but it's it's just the sad fact of that's just that's the film business. Um, you know, they keep they hold on to a lot of the stuff uh, like the cars and and other assorted props uh, in case they need to reshoot anything. Uh, that all sits in storage for a while. What about the cars? What what how, what did you guys use? Were you able to use some of the real vehicles, uh, or was it just all cars made to look like? So. Um, for the yeah, so for all of the you know the GT40 uh, race pieces, um, they're they're all replicas, um, and uh, using I would love to have used the real ones, but uh, I think accumulatively it would have been you know yeah. five times what our film budget was uh, to be able to use those cars. Sure. Um, and uh, and then there's also there's times when we use just a shell of a car to put the actor in and get him in the middle of the action. Uh. Wow. But there had to have been times when there were some of the re- real vehicles uh, on loan or uh, just on the set for still photos and that type of stuff. It must've been incredible to see some of the vehicles around. Yeah. There's a, there's a scene for the uh, Ferrari factory where they had, they had actual uh, Lamar winning Ferraris there from that era and, and, and older. And I think accumulatively, I, I want to say they had at least a hundred million dollars worth of Ferraris static there, and they were just gorgeous to look at. I would say, as a car guy, this had to be uh, some of the most fun for you to work on. Oh, it was awful. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking with Robert Nagel, the stunt coordinator behind the new film Ford versus Ferrari. And when we come back, we'll find out how did they get those really cool shots. Stay with us right here on the Ralph Shaheen Show, presented by Lucas Oil. As your power steering pump ages, seal leaks may occur, causing the power steering system to lose fluid. Your power steering system may also develop an annoying squeal, and the steering may become more difficult to handle. By using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you will stop the seal leaks, reduce slack in rack and pinion, eliminate the squeals and hard spots in your power steering system. It is guaranteed to stop seal leaks for your money back. Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. It works. Hey, race fans, it's Ralph Shaheen. And like you, I have a huge passion for racing. With the most in-depth features on racers, series, and events, no one covers racing, better than America's original motorsports publication, Speedsport. Get your subscription to Speedsport Magazine today at speedsport.com. Welcome back to the Ralph Shaheen Show, presented by Lucas Oil. Of course, Lucas Oil is track-proven, race-ready. You can find a Lucas Oil retailer at lucasoil.com. This is our 85th anniversary issue of Speed Sport the Magazine. Been around since 1934, the motorsports authority when it comes to racing. If you'd like to find out more about Speed Sport, visit us at speedsport.com. 
Our guest today on the Ralph Shaheen Show is Robert Nagel, Academy Award-winning stunt coordinator who put all the great scenes together in the newly coming out movie Ford versus Ferrari. Robert, the scenes of, of shooting speed uh, and the great racing action, getting it and getting it right is such a challenge. How did you guys go about doing that in this this movie? I know you have developed some pretty unique tools over the years. What did you use on Ford versus Ferrari to get the racing right? Um, I mean, first first and foremost, uh, trying to run the cars as, as fast as we can uh, to keep it in the realm of looking real um secondly is is some of the camera cars that we use and we we built one on a similar platform that the uh the gt40 chassis were based off of um and used it as a as a high-speed camera car to get the camera in tight and close uh into the mix with with the other cars so now you're in you're in there at speed uh low to the ground and running with them and it worked out very very well that's one of the tricks in looking through uh, doing some research, getting ready for this interview, I came across a, a machine you developed called Seabiscuit Junior. Did you utilize that in this movie? Yeah, we used it extensively. Can you explain what it is? Yeah, so what it is, uh, it, it's it, the simplest way I can put it is it's it's a drivable platform that we can put a vehicle on. Um, it's powered by a 650 horsepower LS. Um, it'll go about 150 miles an hour. Wow. Uh, with a car on it, by the way. Oh, man. And so now what we can do is uh, put the actor in that car, and the it's driven by, um, when I say driven, the, the controls are in a um, what we call a pod. It looks like a kind of a cut-down sprint car chassis. And that pod is movable around the platform, meaning uh, wherever the cameras are pointed, we can uh, move that pod where it's out of frame of the camera and still be able to drive this thing and that's sort of the trick that we have and so for this one what we did because of the speeds involved and we wanted to get some better shots so what we did is we did we took a gt40 the, the gt40 shell and mounted it to the back of our rig and had the actual wheels of the gt40 on the the rear wheels on the ground so now you could be outside the car with the camera looking at christian driving and him doing what he does best with his acting and uh, having a stunt driver drive this rig at speed and we can get him right in the middle of the racing and I can bring other cars right up alongside of him and it looks as if he's there driving in the race. It it works very, very well. Um, If you look at the trailer of the film with Matt Damon driving the GT40 and and Henry Ford in the car, that was all shot off of this rig. So when you know, you see the car when he throws a 180 in the car, and you're then it uh, cuts back to the interior of the car sliding. It, we're actually doing that. We're sliding the car with the actors in it, and so all the physics and the movement, everything's real. So that is that one of the newest techniques used in this movie that might revolutionize the stunt game going forward, maybe. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we've been utilizing this for quite some time. We used it extensively on Baby Driver as well. So all of the interior shots you see of the actors driving, um, they're on this rig doing the exact same stunt that you see in the wide shot of the stunt driver. You know, like, for instance, with the Subaru, the slides and the spins, we're doing the exact same movement so that the physics match. 
and uh, it it really sells it. Oh yeah, I bet. Um, is there a shot of Ford versus Ferrari as a movie being, let's say, the Bohemian Rhapsody of the racing genre of movies? Is this? I mean, there's a lot of buzz about this film, not just from the action but from the acting as well is it a movie that maybe is going to get the movie industry looking at racing to do more movies like this i uh, i think it could i mean overall it's a really good film and it's you know it for it to be a good film like this it even though it's a race movie um it can't uh you know can't use the race footage as a crutch to carry itself or the other way around um but it, it, it overall, it's just a really good film. It's a great story um, and just happens to have some cool racing in it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, there's been some very talented actors uh, who became very good race car drivers as well. Of course, Steve McQueen and Paul Newman. Uh, Dempsey's very good. Patrick's a good, good wheelman. Uh, Jim Gardner was a great driver. Uh, is Christian Bale or Matt Damon, are those guys any good behind the wheel? Um, yeah, I gotta tell you, you know, um, I've known Christian for a while and, uh, yeah, we spent a week training him and he's hands down the best actor I've ever trained to, uh, to drive. Really? He did, yeah, he did a phenomenal job. Very, very, uh, adept to it. Um, and, uh, he really, you know, he definitely has the aptitude for it and he has the right mindset to, for it as well. Meaning he, he pushes himself in little increments and he pushes himself in a way that it's balanced uh, with a healthy dose of um, respect for what, what the sport is. Um, so I, I really commend him for, for the, the job he did. So what that does, it lets me put him on camera driving the car, specifically when you, you know, see the GT40 coming in and out of the pits. That's him coming in at speed oh, wow. and leaving at speed. Um, and he could do it all day long, no problem. Do you see him maybe pursuing a career behind the wheel or is it not his thing that way? Um, I think he enjoyed it. I think he would, I don't, I think he, he talked about maybe, you know, uh, doing some track days and, and exploring it a little bit, but I don't think he would, uh, I don't think it'd be an avenue. He would go, uh, you know, like with the avenue that Dempsey went. Yeah. Is this, is there a bullet Mustang in this movie somewhere? Meaning, uh, is there a car, a vehicle that through this film is going to gain a cult following of its own kind that, uh, people in the, you know, the industry, the, the passion for the game uh, are going to say, man, I got to have that car someday. Um, I mean, other than the GT40 and the Cobra, uh, which already have their own uh, fans, I don't, I don't know that there's a you know, quote unquote bullet car. Okay, uh, obviously you're going on to other projects and more things down the road. What's next for Robert Nagel? Uh, I'm, I'll be going on to Fast and Furious Nine, um, and uh, yeah, that's the that's the next big one. How different is it to? put car scenes together from a stunt standpoint for something like fast and furious, uh, where you can really take some creative license, I would think, uh, as opposed to, to what you did with Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. You know, it's when you try and stay grounded in, in what's real and realistic, um, it's, it takes a lot more planning. Um, when we can just take cars and just 
wreck them and throw them however which way to make them as crazy as possible um i don't want to say it's easier but uh it's kind of easier (laughs) (laughs) is there a stunt uh with a car that you dream of doing that you have in the back of your mind maybe you've sketched it out on a napkin you just haven't had a chance to do yet there is one um we we almost got to do it and that is to actually drive uh and i've i've already worked out the numbers to be able to drive a car through a tunnel um and and when i say through a tunnel start off on the on the on the road transition onto the side of the tunnel and rotate around like a corkscrew and then back onto the road so basically bring a hot wheel for real bring the hot wheel uh, loop to life almost in a tunnel Uh, yeah not not i mean it's it's the loop but it's not the loop. yeah right 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 it's more of a barrel roll correct and what are the what are the numbers on that how fast do you have to be going to make that happen um it really it's 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 all uh dependent on the diameter of the uh of the tunnel and it's and those numbers hinge off of that so it's not a set number. It's 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 really dependent on the gotcha. on the diameter of the tunnel. That's what determines it. Wow. When filming a movie like uh, Ford versus Ferrari, obviously some crashes are staged. Some things maybe just happen on on accident. What happens to all those vehicles? Um, they the uh, the wrecked ones, um, depending on how bad they're they're wrecked, um, they get scrapped. Um, if they're not too awfully wrecked uh we keep using them and like i said they'll most of those cars will go into storage for a while well okay is there a racing movie you'd like to make another one being a racer yourself is there a storyline that you think would be fantastic to bring to the theater um we could continue the story for lamar i mean they went back again to 67 right yeah (laughs) yeah that'd be great well, Robert, thank you for joining us here today. There's a lot of us that are really excited to see Ford versus Ferrari when it comes out, and we'll be looking for Fast and Furious 9 as well to see how you continue to push the envelope when it comes to stunts and cars. Thanks for having me. Robert Nagel, everybody. Thank you for joining us here today on The Ralph Shaheen Show, presented by Lucas Oil.